Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Mighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 13, page 355. How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I seek counsel in my soul and be so vexed in my heart? How long shall mine enemy triumph over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God, lighten mine eyes that I sleep not in death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him, for if I be cast down, they that trouble me will rejoice at it. For my trust is in thy mercy, and my heart is joyful in thy salvation. I will sing of the Lord, because he hath dealt so lovingly with me. Yea, I will praise the name of the Lord Most Highest. The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt and become abominable in their doings. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that would understand and seek after God. But they are all gone out of the way. They are altogether become abominable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Have they no knowledge that they are all such workers of mischief, eating up my people as it were bread and call not upon the Lord? 
There were they brought in great fear, even when where no fear was, for God is in the generation of the righteous. As for you, ye have made a mock at the counsel of the poor, because he putteth his trust in the Lord. Who shall give salvation unto Israel out of Zion? When the Lord turneth the captivity of his people, then shall Jacob rejoice, and Israel shall be glad. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Again, at the 42nd verse of the third chapter of First Maccabees. Now Judas and his brothers saw that misfortunes had increased, and that the forces were encamped in their territory. They also learned what the king had commanded to be done to the people to cause their final destruction. But they said to one another, Let us restore the ruins of our people and fight for our people in the sanctuary. So the congregation assembled to be ready for battle and to pray and ask for mercy and compassion. Jerusalem was uninhabited like a wilderness. Not one of her children went in or out. The sanctuary was trampled down and aliens held the citadel. It was a lodging place for the Gentiles. Joy was taken from Jacob. The flute and the harp ceased to play. Then they gathered together and went to Mizpah, opposite Jerusalem, because Israel formerly had a place of prayer in Mizpah. They fasted that day, put on sackcloth and sprinkled ashes on their heads and tore their clothes. And they opened the book of the law to inquire into those matters about which the Gentiles consulted the images of their gods. They also brought the vestments of the priesthood and the first fruits and the tithes, and they stirred up the Nazarites who had completed their days, and they cried aloud to heaven, saying, What shall we do with these? Where shall we take them? Your sanctuary is trampled down and profane, and your priests mourn in humiliation. Here the Gentiles are assembled against us to destroy us. You know what they plot against us. How will we be, we, how will we be able to withstand them if you do not help us? Then they sounded the trumpets and gave a loud shout. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the eighteenth chapter of Acts. When Gallio was pronounced, was proconsul of Acacia, the Jews with one accord rose up against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat, saying, This fellow persuades men to worship God contrary to the law. And when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, if it were a matter of wrongdoing or wicked crimes, O Jews, there would be reason why I should bear with you. But if it is a question of words and names and your own law, look to it yourselves, for I do not want to be judge of such matters. 
and he drove them from the judgment seat. Then all the Greeks took Sosthenes, the ruler of the synagogue, and beat him before the judgment seat. But Gallio took no notice of these things. So Paul still remained a good while. Then he took leave of the brethren and sailed for Syria, and Priscilla and Achilla were with him. He had his hair cut off at Centuria, for he had taken a vow. And he came to Ephesus and left them there, but he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay a longer time with them, he did not consent, but took leave of them, saying, I must by all means keep this coming feast in Jerusalem, but I will return again to you, God willing. And he sailed from Ephesus. And when he had landed at Caesarea and gone up and greeted the church, he went down to Antioch. After he had spent some time there, he departed and went over the region of Galatia and Phrygia in order strengthening all the disciples. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, we beseech thee that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by thy governance, that thy church may joyfully serve thee in all godly quietness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
So in our first lesson here from 1 Maccabees 3, we see that the odds are really being stacked up against Judas. So they've learned what the king intends to do to them. They have seen the forces beginning to encamp in their territory around them. So his response to this is noteworthy. His response to this is to call the people together to pray, to fast, to consult the scriptures, and essentially to do penance. And Judas recognizes that the only way forward here is reliance upon God's providence. So when adversity comes our way, typically it's these sorts of spiritual practices. It's our prayer often that becomes the first thing that goes as we try to, through other means, somewhat anxiously control the situation that we really don't have much experience over. Uh, or much control over, excuse me. Um, but the only way out of seasons of adversity, the only way out of them is through them. And like I said, we don't really have much control over what happens to us. So during these times, and I think we learned this lesson from Judas in the face of his adversity. So during these time, the times the Lord calls us to surrender to him, and we use that language a lot. You hear that in kind of Christian speak, this idea of surrender. But often we, I don't think we actually specify what that actually means. And I think what we're trying to say, what we mean by that is we need to be open and willing to experience whatever comes our way, trusting that no matter what happens, it's not outside of God's providence. And for that reason, the fact that no matter what happens, no matter what we experience, is not outside of God's providence. Therefore, no matter what happens, we are safe. As Judas then will end this chapter in a few verses, he says, whatever has been willed in heaven will be done, so therefore be brave. And then in our second lesson, Acts 18, we read first of the Jews' unsuccessful attempt to have Paul convicted by the local Roman authorities, in this case, Galileo, who was actually the brother of Seneca the Stoic, by the way. In many ways, I think this story rings of the initial trial of Jesus before Pilate, when Pilate says that Jews essentially unite, need to figure this out amongst yourselves. And this whole ordeal turned out to be very beneficial for Paul and his missionary endeavors, because there was a sort of uh, legal precedent, we could say, being set here of judging Christianity to be a sect of Judaism and thus a legal religion, as new religions were not allowed during this time, but old established religions were kind of grandfathered in, as it were. Then we see after this that Paul sails for Syria, and with his, uh, or he sails for Syria with his missionary partners Priscilla and Aquila. Then he makes this vow. It's um, debated whether this vow was just a private vow that he made in thanksgiving for you know what had happened or if it was the Nazarite vow and it's debated because it's not clear as to whether or not the Nazarite vow was something that could be done outside of Jerusalem but either way what Paul is doing here by this vow is he's showing his thanksgiving he's showing his dependence and his reliance upon God not only for what has come before him up to this point but then also then what awaits him on this, his second missionary journey. So we'll continue now with our intercession on page 590. Take a second, call to mind those you're praying for.
Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, and minister to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Good to see you. Well, I don't see any of you, but hope you have a good Tuesday. We see you, Father. Have a good night. Thank you. <laughs>